Hi, I'm Enzo. And I'm Reina. And this is the Date Night Horror Show. <laughs> <laughs> We're back, Reina. We're back. I know. It's been a long time. I know. Uh, things have been crazy. Uh post-Halloween, lots of things going on, lots of work stuff going on. But we're finally back, and uh, on this episode, we're going to talk about a sequel film that people have been waiting for, and we've been wait- we-, we watched it a while ago, and we finally get to talk about it, <laughs> Dr. Sleep, yes, the sequel to The Shining. Um, that will be our feature review. But I think before that, we should talk about um, horror sequels, like which horror sequels we really like. Because it's with horror, it's been it's kind of a phenomenon where, yeah. where they do tons and tons of sequels of things. Too many, sometimes. Yeah. So I really wanted to cur- curate um, the ones we thought were notable and actually worth your time. So we're going to curate our sinful six favorites. <laughs> horror sequels the ones that i think are well worth your time um yeah cool what do you think yeah i think that'd be awesome okay Let, let's there's let's, a lot of them but we'll we'll pick our faves yeah let's let's get into that because there's another thing i want to throw at you afterwards Uh-oh. so uh before we go into the feature review um before we do all of that um again i just want to thank everyone who's listening you guys are awesome um yes, thank you our numbers keep going up and up as we've That's said awesome. before and it's really cool and great um and we're starting to get a sense of community uh it's interesting because you know as you know Reina, i listen to a lot of podcasts yeah. because my work is kind of um conducive to it I, I there's a lot of right. time where where i'm working on a computer and you know i can Hearing someone else talk about other subjects I'm passionate about, it's just perfect. As a fan of horror podcasts myself, I have a lot of horror podcasts that I, I go, oh, I wonder what, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Horrified Chicken, the Horrified Chicken uh, podcast <laughs> thinks about uh, this particular movie. And I enjoy hearing their opinions about it. I feel like they're, we're starting to collect a group of people who are interested in our opinion on stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's cool. So it's really neat. Like, I, I love that uh, about podcasting. I think it's really cool and exciting. So if you find that you are a um, diehard listener of our show, um, thank you again. And Gracias. Yeah, and if you haven't reviewed us on iTunes, please review us on iTunes. Um, it's sort of like um, a Yelp review. It, right. it, it helps a restaurant really, really well. It's the same with us. So just find us on iTunes and leave a review there. That does so much for us and really, really helps us. Everything else, the thedaynighthorrorshow.com. There you'll find links to all our social media as right. well. Um, and thanks again. And we've got other little surprises coming up that are going to end up on the thedaynighthorrorshow.com like new merch and things like that so keep an eye on that and uh, again find us on there and all the different social media links we're on instagram facebook twitter twitter's weird (laughs) but we're we're on there we're we're trying um and thank you again so let's kick it off all right ready yeah do you have your first 
yes. sequel. Yes, yes. So I have to go with Jeepers Creepers 1 and 2. Ah, that's good. Because you'll find that the, my, my three are like my gems. Yeah. So I love that we've talked about it. I think it's been on my list before. I'm, I know it has the first yeah. one. Um, I love the creature. Mm. Absolutely love the creeper. the creeper. He's awesome. He's um, scary and intimidating and gross. So it's such a good combination. Yeah. And relentless. I love mm-hmm. when they're relentless. To be fair, I prefer the first one to yeah. the second. But mm-hmm. they're both they're both good. Like I would definitely recommend seeing both of them. Yeah. Um but I really like the like I've talked before about the relationship between the brother and sister was really cool. Yeah. Um in the first one, um the second one it's about um a school bus that breaks down. Uh-huh. And it's still good. Like the violence is still really good. The kills and stuff, the make it stops and all that is really good on on the second one too, but the first one is really yeah. I think awesome. I think uh, it's a really good choice because so in the first film the scenario is really different um, to what what happens in the second film. Yeah. But what I like about the second film, the sequel, is that um, because of the broken down school bus and all the different uh, victims in the school bus, you get to see how this uh, creature hunts. You get to That's learn true. a lot more about him. And you get these slow moments, like when he's outside of the bus and he's looking in, he's trying to pick the right Which person. Which one's next? There's some really creepy, slow, creepy moments with him. Um, and you see the creature a lot more throughout the film. So, and tonally, it's very different. So I, I really like um, that choice. Unfortunately, the third film isn't oh, very good. <laughs> no, don't bother with that one. But I think that's an awesome choice for... Yeah, I love Jeeper, Jeepers Creepers. That's like one of my favorite. Someday I am going to dress like mm-hmm. the Creeper. Yeah, I'm going to make that happen. Yeah. We, we just did uh, We just did you as Art the Clown. That was so fun. For Halloween, which was super cool. And there's going to be a Terrifier too, I know, which I we're wait. super excited about. So yeah, that's a really great, good uh, choice to start it off. Cool. So which one's yours? Okay, so my first choice is sort of an obvious choice, but I think it's a great example of how to do a first and second film. Uh, I have to go with Aliens, Alien and Aliens. Yeah. And uh, the reason I pick those is because the first Alien is kind of slow burn, um, slithery, scary creature feature, right? Yeah. And the second film... Uh, I'm sure everyone's seen it. Is sort of an action horror, yeah, film, definitely a sci-fi way film. Describing it because there are moments that are really creepy and scary, yeah. Um, but there is a lot going on. There's a lot of action going on. The the space marines there, they're, they're um, they've influenced so much since those films. And even though you know you have moments where characters are are fighting back with guns and things like that, you're still going, oh my god, there's no way they're gonna get through this yeah it's like taking on a swarm of wasps (laughs) like crazy and there's pivotal moments in the film in the second film where you where there's just pure terror like when they look up because they can't tell where the aliens are coming from the the sound Mm -hmm. the sound tracker you know or the movement trackers you know they're like where are they where they look up and they're all in the ceiling and they're oh yeah that's so creepy that's so scary or like when um 
when Ripley finally sees um, the alien queen, <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, it's just like whoa, yeah. so scary. It's one of the greatest creature features yeah. ever made. Ripley's awesome too. I yeah. love it. it's a strong female lead. Yeah, and I love that cool. Cameron, because James Cameron did the second one. You know, talk about. I mean, uh, what an amazing follow-up director yeah. to you know Ridley Scott. Um, I love that Cameron had the the passion, the uh, the vision, uh, and also the balls to go. I'm going to do something completely different. You mm-hmm. know, and yeah. I think that's when a, a sequel can be really successful is when when you go for something different. You're yeah. not trying to recreate the first film so much, uh, but you're trying to keep all the good things and you know, expand it. So yeah, I had to go with that one for my first one. That's a good, that's a good choice. Okay. What's your next one? So my next one is Wolf Creek one and two. Oh yeah. We I just love, saw those again recently. I love Wolf Creek. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? I know it's weird. It's weird. Much like the creeper. Yeah. This man is insane. Oh, so scary. He's very scary. Like very intimidating. Like, I mean, dead behind the eyes. I, yeah. He's just uh, and the jolliness. men, women, chill. Yeah, he takes pleasure. The jolliness mixed with that is he so takes pleasure disturbing. in hunting, finding, torturing, and killing these people. Yeah, and and we all we all know rugged people in our lives, and yeah. rugged people are very capable. And that's what's yeah. creepy about him is that he's so incredibly capable in the outback. Yeah. Like, ugh, so scary. But I mean, he don't care if you're a kid or a... Mm-hmm. Oh, an old couple, old, remember, yeah, like in old. the second one? And the series, you guys, awesome. I yeah. loved the series. Yeah, the series is really great. I'm hoping there's a second season. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think that one's really, really good, too, because it, it, that one feels like a direct continuation, but it it's, yeah. it's almost like... A literal part two, like it just feels like a natural continuation mm-hmm. of the story, and I guess I how the second film ends is based on a is on a on a real thing. Yeah, like, yeah, ugh. it is. It's, but you, you get that little disclaimer at the beginning, even on the series, it has a little disclaimer yeah, at events that happen. Scary. So makes you want to travel, huh, to Australia and camp out? <laughs> nope. Oh, yeah, I'm that's not a, camping that's out. That's a whole lot of nope. It, aside from all <laughs> from that, those kinds of threats. You know, the Outback is a treacherous, dangerous place. Oh, yeah. You know. So, it's it's funny because I remember I, I met someone from Australia and I was talking to them and about, like, the Great Barrier Reef and Great White Sharks. And and he said, he's like, I'm not scared of Great White Sharks. I'm scared about the jellyfish in the water that can stop your heart. <laughs> oh, my God. So, it's just a, it's a, it's a treacherous place. I mean, still, I, I still want to go there. It's, no, for it's sure. It's beautiful. We but, just won't camp. Yeah. We'll cool. stay in the hotel. <laughs> but anyway, if you guys haven't seen any of the Wolf Creeks, you should. They're really good. It, but Not for the faint of heart, though. Yeah, they're brutal films. They're very brutal. So. But you know, that's me. Yeah, brutal. That, that's Reina. Enzo's always telling me I'm cray-cray. So, yeah. But they're good. Go watch them. Yep. Okay, what's your second choice? So my second choice is Hellraiser 1 and 2. Mm, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, the reason I picked that is because I feel like the Hellraiser franchise could have been one of the great franchises if yeah. the films would have been as consistently good as yeah. Hellraiser 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, There's well, rem- so many sequels to that, in that one. 
Yeah, I remember um, watching Hellraiser 2, and, you know, we went to see it in the theater, and the whole thing with Julia is, you know, similar to what happened to Frank in the first film. She has to be recreated, regenerated. And at first I was like, oh, man, this is this feels so derivative. Like, it's going to be the same film. But then the doctor, you know, the psychiatrist and who yeah. he is, he, he infuses himself into the film and what happens with him and then their journey into hell. Like, it gets creepier and creepier yeah. and it expands the world more and you learn more about the Cenobites and yeah. you see more Cenobites. Yeah. Hellraiser 2 is super cool. And if they would have just kept you know, that same trajectory, I'm yeah. telling you, those, those films would have been amazing. But um, I guess they're rebooting it. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm really hopeful for that because it's like a true reboot. So they're going to, I think they're going to reevaluate the whole thing. And, hmm. you know, I'm I'm not super sacred about stuff like that as long as they pay respects to it. Right. And we still have those early films anyway. So, yeah. which still hold up for me. So. Yeah, Hellraiser. The, Hel the two first two Hellraisers are awesome. Yeah. Very creepy. And I, I really like the second one because I like that you do see more of. Yeah. Wherever they're from, and hell again, or there's some amazing from. lines in the film. Yeah, like yeah, so creepy. Yeah, some of them along the way weren't horrible, but they weren't as yeah. Good as there the are first a couple two. in there that in the middle that they're all yeah. right. Um, but yeah, I just wish they would have had consistency. Um, okay, what's your last and final sequel? Um, that you <laughs> so uh, my last and final is the collector and the collection. Oh shit! I love those movies. Mm -hmm. I I I but I love when we watch a movie that catches me by surprise because we didn't know about it. Yeah, uh -huh. and you've always find these really great ones. Yeah, some sneakers do, but yeah. when you find a really good one and it's like, oh my god, where has this been all my life? Yeah, the collector was was we found it late. Yeah, found, for us we found it late. We did because it's a '90s film and we saw it in probably mid 2000s. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's really good. Um, again, not, of course. Super brutal. Brutal. Going not for the faint of heart. Mm. It's um, it's a, a, a serial killer that sets booby traps. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 really Yeah, brutal. And, and there's things that happen in the first film, and the second film continues that. Yeah. And I remember when I found out that there, the collection was going to come out, I ran to you, and I was super excited. I'm like, yeah. you're not going to believe this. They made a sequel to The Collector, and it's yeah. called The Collection, and it's about to come out. You were like, you were running around the room all excited. Cause, I yeah. love that movie. Yeah, and I, I think it really, it, it really uh, paid off. Especially yeah, knowing sure. what happens to characters. Yeah. It's, yeah, I thought it was really good. Really good. And it's, so basically this guy collects people. Yeah. But you should, yeah, go watch it if you haven't seen it again, though. It's, you're going to turn away a lot yeah, and cover your face. It's pretty brutal. But it's, it's a brutal film. It's worth it. It's yeah. completely worth it. And the mask is oh, fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Your last one. So my last one, which is a super potent first film and sequel, 28 Days Later, 28 Days uh, Later. Oh, yeah. I love those movies, too. Yeah. I, 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 we were talking about this, and I think we were talking about it on the zombie episode, and I was yeah. saying that I prefer the second film right. over the first film. So then we watched it again, and you're like, you know what? You're kind of right. Yeah. Because the second film is, like, relentless. Yeah. It is absolutely it is. relentless. Whereas the first film, um, it goes into this... Uh, 
other spot, I feel like the the film takes a turn when they go with the military group and all that. Yeah, it does. Um, I'll keep it vague. You're right. But this film is is intense and scary all the way through. Yeah. Like all it the is. way through. And I just I just love it. Those first two films. And I'll be totally honest with you, if anyone's listening, I would love a 28 months later. Ooh, that would be cool. And I would love a 28 years later. I would love for them to do two of my films. That'd be really cool. Because these first two films are great. Yeah, They're they are. Great. They're really good. That would be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool to see. Yeah. So, yeah. Those, you know, I like me, my zombies. Those are six examples of really great one and two films um, to kind of get your palette ready for, you know, what we're going to talk about with uh, the future review. But before Uh-oh. we go there, I wanted to throw one more thing at you. Uh-oh. So uh, in, the, in the early versions of our podcast, we would play this game called Make Out Mary or Meh. Do you yeah. remember that? Uh-huh. Yeah, and people liked it too. <laughs> uh, but we haven't done it in a while. So I figured let's resurrect Make Out Mary or, or Meh. Okay. Okay. That's cool. But this is going to be sequel focus. Okay. So what I'm going to throw at you, Reina, yeah. is... Movies that we've seen recently mm-hmm. that are new. That and my question to you is: Should they get sequels? Ah, okay. Okay. So make out means yes, make one sequel. Okay. Okay. Mary means oh God, I love this uh, premise. Make many sequels. Okay. Okay. And meh, it's a one-off. Leave it Don't at that. Leave it alone. Okay. okay. So cool. it doesn't meh can nev- can mean it's a still a good movie, but, I but just don't make a sequel. A sequel. Yeah. yeah. So okay. okay, are you ready? Here's yeah. my list, and then okay. of course, as you answer, I'll answer with my okay. opinion as well. Okay. It's time to play. Make out, Mary. Okay. You ready? I'm here's ready. the first. Here's the first movie. Okay. Mandy. Oh god, that's that's a um I'm gonna say meh. You don't wanna see another sequel? No. Oh interesting. I I I, I so we just saw it again and um I it's really good. Film. No, it's awesome, but I feel yeah. like I don't know where you would go with it. Yeah, I I hear that they're gonna make a sequel. Really? Like that that it's kind of in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys don't know, uh, Elijah Wood, uh, along with a few other people, they have a production company called yeah. SpectraVision, and they're the ones who brought Mandy mm-hmm. to the screen. They're the ones who tracked down the director of Beyond the Black Rainbow, which I absolutely love. Such a trippy movie. And that's how they made Mandy. They right. said, do whatever you want to do. And he made Mandy. And I love this film. He's only done those two movies. Yeah, he's only done these. This guy is a fucking genius like i love what he's trying to do it's so unique i mean i'm gonna have to go with um i'm gonna have to agree with you i don't think there should be a mandy too yeah but i wouldn't mind seeing a sequel or a continuation that is in the same universe because that universe is very interesting it kind of unfolds Mm -hmm. yeah um but i don't think you necessarily have to have nicholas cage in it or whatever and it doesn't have to be like mandy too it can be another name right i agree i agree with you that know what I mean? yeah no i yeah. totally agree with that cuz i mean i just don't see where you could go with that character yeah uh, yeah so yeah i agree with you i think it's it a meh. i yeah. think it's a meh. leave it leave it for what it is and yeah yeah okay so the next one 
is Hellfest. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say for selfish reasons, I'm going to say make out. Um, because this movie is about a group of friends that go to like a not scary farm. Yeah. And it really captures. They did a good, really yeah, good job. Yeah, what the experience is like. Uh-huh. Um, to go to like a not scary farm, mm-hmm. but of course, all with, the different mazes. Yeah, within it, there's a serial killer. Yeah, On he's infiltrated it. Yeah, and of course, you can't tell who's who because you know, every, you know, the characters are dressed up. Yeah, not the teenagers, but you know, the the workers there at the park. Yeah, but I thought it was fun. I, I thought, thought it was, was a fun movie. I thought it was great. And if you yeah. haven't seen it, the ending is awesome and very creepy and very eerie. It's awesome. Yeah. And I think because of how it ends, I want to see more. Yeah, like what happened, for yeah. sure. But yeah, I really like that, so I would definitely say. Yeah, just, and I, just to make out. No. Oh, make, make out is multiple sequels. You said Mary was multiple Mar- No, Mary. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Are you just to make out, you only want to see one? I'd, be, I'd say one. Maybe from there I'll say Mary. Dude. But for now, i say make out. <laughs> There's a detail in the way it ends. Yeah, that's really good. That makes me want uh, Mary. Makes really? me want, yeah, I want to marry. As long as each one has its own passion and, like, yeah. you know, and and it delivers. It's really gory in spots and it's really scary. It's really scary. And we go to these things all the time. That's so what makes it more scary. <laughs> that's what makes it really scary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for you, it's only make out. And for me, it's Mary. I want to yeah. see multiple sequels of this. So, okay. You ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. The next one is Midsummer. You already know my answer to that. <laughs> okay, it's tell, a tell bit us your answer. Meh to me, it just wasn't scary, people. I'm sorry. I saw it twice mm-hmm. just to make sure, just like Hereditary, to make sure I was not oh my God. missing something. I already bought it and I, I've watched I'm it multiple sorry. times. I'm sorry. I don't get it. Mm. I don't think it's scary. It has some moments that are scary i guess okay well we're not reviewing it right. so your answer but my is my answer is definitely for me i already know your answer you're gonna fucking marry it but it's a meh for me no no i don't think i would marry it because i don't want multiple sequels of of this midsummer universe but i could see one so maybe a make out but in many ways i consider it its own masterpiece so i i'm sort of leaning towards meh as well i don't think i don't think you should touch it so I think I think Ari Aster should do some of his other ideas because I think he has so I many don't. interesting ideas. So I think I'm gonna have to go. Gonna with, go with I'm surprised. I'm gonna have to go with me. I'm surprised because I, I I think it's a good standalone. Okay. Hmm. I'm surprised at that. Okay, so the next movie is The Furies. Mary, for sure. <laughs> I loved this movie. Let's talk about it without spoiling it too much. There's multiple final girls <laughs> and there's multiple. Uh, slashers yeah. and they're all pitted against each other. Like, I think like a, I think you can keep it that vague. Like a contest, you could say. Sort of, yeah. yeah. So, um, and it's an Australian film, and yeah. it's an exclusive on Shutter right now, and it's so brutal. Yeah, you, if you have Shutter, <laughs> Gory if you don't scary. have Shutter, shame on you. But what's on Shutter, you should watch it. It's really good. Yeah. Good twists and turns. Mm-hmm. And you said Mary. Um, Oh yeah, Mary. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know more about that whole universe because uh-huh, that world is the the game itself yeah. is is still shrouded in mystery even after seeing the first mm-hmm. film. I want to see at least two more sequels because I sure. thought they were the first film is great. Yeah, and it's super they kind of left it open for one. So uh huh. Hopefully yeah. that means it's coming. Yeah, and it's very horror-y. It's like a love letter to slasher films, but then there's interesting new ideas yeah. in there too. Yeah. 
And yet you get you still get the satisfaction of a great slasher with yeah. great gore. Yeah. Yes, it's I agree scary. with you. I agree that we need to marry the Fury. Yeah, I'll marry the Fury. Okay, so the next one is The Night Eats the World. Makeup. Mm. Yeah. I definitely want to see what happens. Yeah. Um, so it's a zombie movie and it centers around this one um survivor in this um apartment building. Yeah. And so all this stuff happens. Um and I would definitely want to see a sequel. At least one sequel. Yeah. Um it's a zombie film that's centers around solitude and kind of yeah. what that can do to someone. Uh it's 2018. We saw it on Prime. I think it's still on Prime. Mm -hmm. Highly recommended. It's really good. Re uh, recommended. Yeah. yeah. It's it's actually a really good film and the film ends in a way that sort of gives gives you an opening. Yeah, it does for sure. So it it I'm it left me intrigued. Um Yeah. Keeping it vague again. Um but I it's very well worth seeing and I agree with you. I think it's at least to make up. At least to one, make up. Yeah, one at least more, one more. At least. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, next film, 31. Oh, man. Rob I totally Zombie. make out with with 32. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like it. It's, it's it. I mean, Rob Zombie doesn't disappoint with the horror. With and those the, kinds of films. And yeah. the make it stops mm -hmm. and the brutalness of it. Yeah. And I thought the concept was really good. Yeah, I really, I, I, I really enjoyed that movie. I liked it. Some people, you know, again, people are, are hard on him sometimes. But I think, I think for what it, it is, I, I thought it was very entertaining and effective. Yeah. Um, I don't think it has the same sort of um, depth as uh, Devil's Rejects. No, no. Uh, the Firefly family world. Yeah. But yeah, I still want to know more about it. I, yeah. You know. Because it's also a game. Mm -hmm. So it'd be interesting to know more about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I agree with you. I, at least to make out. At least one sequel. At least one. I wouldn't be, say... Would I wouldn't cool. say many but yeah definitely one yeah okay um next one 13 cents oh yeah mary <laughs> i love that's a cool movie yep. i could see a mary i could see it i could see multiple um sequels to that yeah so it's a good concept 13 cents is on netflix right now Oh, cool! Yeah, I I saw it. Um, you should watch it again. But we had seen it a long time ago, uh, and it's a really weird, sadistic, yeah, um, mastermind kind of manipulates this young man who's kind of down on his luck, yeah. and, you know, and he he gets him to do all these really crazy things to just to try to make money before his wedding. So that's kind of the basic premise. But it. <laughs> There, it's really well written and it's yeah. crazy like it's it gets crazy yeah i would love to see another victim go through that maybe a woman yeah i think it that left would it be, open too uh-huh it leaves it kind of kind yeah. of vague and open um i don't think the first film did as well but maybe it'll gain a fan base That's now that so it's on netflix good. but i would love to see 14 sins yeah for sure <laughs> 14 sins but i do love yeah, the 13 sure. so yeah, yeah. 13's a good, a good number five no, you, yeah, you, if you guys haven't seen it and it's on Netflix, you definitely, definitely should see it. It's great. Yeah. Okay. So the last one I'm going to ask you okay. is Us. I would definitely, oh, that's a hard one. I mean, definitely want to see a sequel. I don't know if I want to see many. Yeah. I think a make out, I definitely want to know more about that other world. Uh huh. Um, I felt like he also left it open for a sequel. Yeah. Um, but I definitely want to, of course, I want to know if, which one came out of there. Yeah. But I also want to know more about that other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would probably pick Make Out or Meh because I love the film, but I think it's one of those, 
it's a really good standalone. Even though the way it ends, no, it's uh, a it great, ends in, it is a great standalone. You're right. It ends in a bleak sort of way, yeah. and I don't really need to know more. Oh, I, um, want, I want to know, about but the I other side. but I'm also curious to if they were to do a sequel. But I think the concept is so delicate. I mean, it's already so polarizing. Some yeah. people didn't like it at all. I, I'm what? not one of those. Yeah, I'm not one of those people. That was such a good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. It's very outside the box. So if you want conventional horror, then this is not for you. That's but that's so great about horror. Yeah, I love the fresh voice of it. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's a delicate concept where no, it can I jump the shark. Just you know, with one bad thing. So I would want. I would want one more. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll agree with you on that. So at least a make out. Yeah. Make cool. out. Yeah. Make out Mary Graham. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you think. Nice. And now our feature review. All right, Lena, it's time for this episode's feature review. Doctor Sleep. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to read the synopsis? <laughs> sure. So, years following the events of The Shining, a now-adult Dan Torrance must protect a young girl with uh, similar powers from a cult known as the True Knot, who prey on children with powers to remain I- immortal. Mm. Ew. Yeah, I sort of feel like the synopsis revealed a little too much. But anyway, <clears throat> I have to say, Dana, this is probably going to be the most complex review that Mm. we've had to or i've had to do uh on my end um because i'm coming into the film with a lot of mixed emotions and baggage Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so i read dr sleep when it first came out right and the first three chapters were some of the scariest chapters stephen king has ever written Mm. like there's some really scary things in it so I thought, wow, this is going to be, it's going to surpass The Shining. And I love The Shining book. And, um, but then it took a different turn. And the story goes to a different place. Mm-hmm. That personally, I didn't, I didn't really um, want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I read the whole book and I enjoyed the whole book. But I was like, wow, that, those first three chapters are pure modern gothic horror. Like, they are so strong. Um, so I came into the film going, okay, this is how I feel about the, the source material. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can just take this movie in and kind of enjoy it. Um, what, are you, what, are, what, are your, what are your initial thoughts? Well, so I didn't, I didn't read it. Well, I started to read it, and mm-hmm. then I don't know, I didn't finish it. But... Um, um, hmm. Well, I didn't know much about it. I didn't really know what the whole story was about mm-hmm. with Dr. Sleep. Yeah. Um, just that Danny Torrance was in it. Yeah. You know? Um, so I didn't really know what to expect. But, okay. um, I have to say I was, I was disappointed. Interesting. Yeah. Um, again, listeners, we're going to have our general review portion and then we're going to go into the spoiler zone because there's a lot I want to talk about yeah. this film you know, and we can go in in depth into why maybe you didn't like it or whatever. Um, I mean, I didn't what, hate it. What was your... I, I didn't hate it. Okay. I just, I don't know. It was just, it was okay. Okay. Interesting. Was it because the 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 premise went somewhere you didn't want or... Um, 
Well, for one, it wasn't scary enough for me. Mm, okay. You know, as you all know, my taste in movies. Yeah. Um. So I'm not saying they all have to be that way, but I didn't feel even creeped out. Okay. Honestly. Interesting. Um, I thought the concept of it was interesting. Yeah. I just don't think it went to a level it could have gone to. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh. There were aspects of the film that I really, really liked. Um, there were things that in the in the film that slightly deviated from uh, the, the original content. Yeah. Um, but then there were a lot of things in there that were true to the original, to the to the content, that I found surprising that they kept them in there. Mm, interesting. Um, so there were aspects of how the the film was handled that I thought were really, really well chosen. Mm-hmm. But then there were other aspects that I didn't like that much. Mm. Like, for example, the almost desperate connection to the Kubrick film. Um, oh. Recreating scenes yeah, that was with new actors was kind of odd. Yeah. Um, in I, I don't know if you guys know this, but in the original uh, Shining book... Um, the the way it ends is different. I'm right. gonna keep it vague. We'll yeah. talk about it more in the spoiler zone. Um, so in this sequel, they their ending tied to Kubrick's film. Right. Um, so they had to do some things there that clumsily um, uh, wrap the film up, and I felt like those things were the weakest. Um, the smaller moments between characters I thought were really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, the, the, the cast was really, really good for what they were trying to do. Yeah. Um, I still think it's worth seeing in the theater. Um, mm. I, just, I just have complicated feelings about the film. Um, but I think it was, it was entertaining. And I, I looked around the theater and I, I was observing other people and a lot of people seem very satisfied with the film. And I think it has a lot to do with them not knowing what was coming yeah, and me knowing what was coming. Hmm. So I guess, I mean, I didn't know what was coming and I just, I wasn't, I wouldn't go see it in the theater. I wouldn't recommend that. I mean, I would see it. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't see it in the theater. I don't think it's worth, right. worth it. So Mike Flanagan directed this film and he's the guy who did um haunting of hell house he also gerald's game hush hush which yeah. is one of my favorites and i think he's he's a very elegant oculus that's a good yeah answer. he's he's a very elegant um what storyteller happened? and i think i could imagine this being a miniseries and me being very satisfied with it but i think as a film it had to rush through a few things and I think overall it made it not perfect. Um, not an entire home run. But I think the, the underlying Stephen King's story, he's, he's so imaginative. Yeah. His ideas are interesting. Um, that's what resonates with people, I think. You know? um, and I think the way he depicts the true not, you know, the group, mm-hmm was creepier than how I visualized it in my head. Because to me, there's many facets of it that felt sort of X-Men-ish. So my brain went more there. Oh, I see. And 
and and I think they removed certain details uh-huh. to make it not feel so X-Men-ish mm. and made it more creepy. Um, there's a scene in the middle of the film that involves a little boy that I thought was far creepier uh, on screen for me. Like, it was mm. actually uncomfortable. Mm. Um, and in the book, it's there, but it it didn't... It didn't quite have as much shock as it did seeing it on film. Yeah. So um, I, th- you know, I, I praise him for that stuff. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, uh, I think it just wasn't a complete home run for right, me. Right. But I can definitely see if I put myself out of it and all, all the baggage that I brought to seeing the sequel, I can definitely see why someone would enjoy it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so all the people who have seen it and they've enjoyed it, that's cool. It's just for me coming at it the way I did, I don't think um it quite hit a home run for me. And in the spoiler zone, we can definitely talk yeah. more about why. Okay. Um so do you want to give me your Yeah, so my final review is it's I mean it's worth seeing especially if you're a Stephen King fan and a Shining fan. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go see it in the theater. I would probably wait till it came out. Mm. Oh, that's sad. I and know. I'm sorry. I feel bad that it didn't do well either. I yeah. think a lot of the the timing of that they should have done it within October. Yeah, I think it I would agree. have done better. Yeah. Um, people people put on their turkey hats, you know, once Halloween passes, and it's just a different mindset, I guess. Yeah. Not for us, of course. Okay, let's go into the spoiler zone and talk more in depth about Doctor Sleep. You ready? I'm ready. Nice. Ahead. Okay, so is there any specific thing you want to bring up about uh, the details? We can go really yeah. in depth here. Um, I mean, I, like I said, I didn't, I didn't know what to expect since I hadn't read the book, mm-hmm. um, so I didn't know the whole thing about the that gang or whatever. Yeah, that um, kills kids. Yeah, <laughs> to be immortal. Right. Um, I just didn't think they were creepy. Like, honestly, like, I just didn't think they were creepy at all. I mean, I think that's messed up, of course, but I just didn't get a creep vibe from them. Mm. Like, a dangerous... I think the way... It's interesting, because the way he... In in the in the book, they don't read that creepy either. Hmm. They read more, like, superheroes. It's weird. Hmm. So, like, in the book, different characters have different special skills, and they sort of show that. Um, in the film, but they don't hit yeah. you over the head with it. In the book, it kind of hits you over the head for, oh, with it. So, like Crow, the the Native American, yeah. he can find people. Like that's his ability. That's like his X Men ability. So when these things kept coming up and coming up, right? Uh huh. And then she kind of searches for for um, that Abra. So she's the most powerful. She's like the Professor X, right? You know that I got. So, so to me, it just it it kept pushing me towards Marvel, right? I could see that. And in the film, where like you know when they're actually uh, breathing in the steam and you know what they call the steam, and their eyes are glowing, they look they look more creepy than I visualized them. Mm. So, but but I sort of agree with you. They're not that creepy. No, like you don't. You just don't get a sense of danger. I mean, what they're doing is horrible, obviously. But as I don't know, you just don't get that sense of danger. I didn't pick up on Crow's abilities at all. Yeah, 
I mean, now now that you said it, it makes sense because when he finds Abra, but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. That's why they choose to recruit the the young girl. Yeah. Um, because she can make people sleep. People sleep. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, so like each each version, each person that shines has a different shine, and that's the stuff that I didn't quite want <laughs> mm. in the book. Yeah, you know, but I I powered through, and there's there's some nice things. I think the most of the film is about Danny, or most of the book is about Danny finding his way with his ability, mm. and he he makes a lot of really good friends. So it's actually a very heartfelt film. See, that would have been cool to see. Yeah, and I think, and there's a story. Uh, when Dick Halloran talks to the young Danny on the bench and he mm-hmm. gives him the box that's in the film, yeah, he tells him another story about his grandfather and how one of his grandfathers was a, was as a sadist. He was he was really creepy. And in the book, and I'm not going to spoil it entirely for you, but he tells a more detailed story about his grandfather. And to me. That story is one of the scariest stories that Stephen King has ever said, mm. has ever put in his films, or in, in, in his, his book. book. And that's not in the movie. You were anticipating it, too, because I remember you, uh-huh. you leaned over and you're like, this part's scary. Yeah, yeah. It never came true for you. And I was, I was like, I wonder how they're going to visualize this, because it is very dark, very, mm-hmm. very dark. But they didn't. They yeah. didn't. So I'm have to read that. He definitely, I think that, you know, the choices were made to make the film more enjoyable and accessible to a bigger audience and less to a hardcore horror audience. I don't know why they do that. Yeah. Um, but then there were other choices that were that had more edge than I expected. So, hmm. you know, like when the little boy is slaughtered. And yeah, that was pretty that, brutal. That part was really disturbing. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, I really like the relationship that um, Danny and Abra yeah. have. Yeah, I thought that was a really good like their connection. Mm-hmm. And it's and, and it's the way they more talk to each other and stuff. It's more detailed in the book. He has her back. He yeah. cares for her. It, it's a definitely it's sort of a father daughter or uncle and nephew yeah. niece, uh, which I thought was a really was a really cool thing in the book. But again, these are heartfelt things. Um, yeah. So I think the film is entertaining in that way. Yeah. Uh, but again. It doesn't slither yeah. <laughs> as yeah. much as no, I would it hope. Doesn't. And the book doesn't either, to be quite oh, honest with you. Except at the beginning. Yeah. And maybe towards the tail end. Towards the end. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about them recreating uh, pivotal actors and pivotal scenes? I thought it was weird. It, it, it did come off it a felt, little felt, weird, It right? felt flat. I felt like, I don't think they should have, mm-hmm. I don't think they should have done that. Yeah. I mean like like the scene um the scene where they show the classic here's Johnny scene yeah. and you see the newer actress she was in Starry Eyes Alex Essoe right. that's how you say her name Yeah, I think so. Um she embodied Shelley Duvall. She did. Like she She did. Yeah. Danny, like the way she Yeah, her voice like was she, crazy. She studied it and yeah. it, it was good and I I think her performance is awesome. It's just a little weird to see that stuff, you know. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't feel it was necessary. Right, right, right. Exactly. Um, 
the one of the scenes that I liked and hated at the same time <laughs> was when um, Danny goes into the Overlook and he get, goes to the bar, and he gets served by the bartender, and you think it's going to be Lloyd, but it ends up being his dad. That scene, mm-hmm. that scene is really interesting, and I I, I like the ideas behind it, but seeing Henry Thomas as Jack Nicholson. <laughs> was really weird like it yeah it didn't it's just odd it was it it didn't quite work like i get it conceptually because you would want them to have a conversation because the film in many ways and the story in many ways is about that unresolved trauma and, and the legacy of alcoholism and all that so i totally understand why he took it there but at the end of the day it's odd well, you know? yeah, because I mean, it's just not—it's not Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Um, and I didn't—I don't think the young Danny Torrance was a good cast. No, he didn't have the same haunted face. Mm-mm. Yeah, and that—that—that that, that boy's look is so iconic. It's yeah. just as iconic as yeah. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. You know. Definitely. Um, even the way he <laughs> this this nitpicky, but the way he rode the big wheel, it was clear that he didn't ride a big wheel. Cause like he was struggling with it. Oh, well, they make them anymore. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly my point. <laughs> yeah. Whereas He's like the original, the original Danny Torrance, like he, yeah. you can tell he wrote his ass off. Right. Um, <laughs> That's funny. It's just weird when you recreate that stuff so much. Yeah, I just I feel like if you're a fan of The Shining, like you didn't need that. Yeah. It was almost they like put it in there to be like remember. Yeah. But I don't think you needed it. Right. Anything. It's like hey, you remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, that sort of thing. And then even the way they attack um, Rose the Hat at the end, like all the creatures of the Overlook, um, it's just a little hokey the way it ends. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Yeah, and, and in the book, it's similar. But again, in um, Stephen King's Overlook, it's ruins. So they go to the ruins. Of oh, the interesting. Um, that would have been creepier. Yeah, and then that was weird too, like the fact that the boiler was still functional. Well, yeah, it was like it was yeah, and the electricity, like, everything so. was on and clean. <laughs> yeah, that was very it didn't even clumsy. Look, like dusty or old or mm-hmm. falling apart, like dilapidated yeah. or anything. Yeah, and I think it's kind of weird. I think the way um, the way they chose to end the uh, Doctor Sleep the film uh, is not the same as the book mm-hmm. either. So. Um, it's sort of an amalgamation of um, the book and the. M- it's this weird mashup um, between both books. It's like mix yeah. and mix and match, and I, I won't go into it too too much because I think you should read those um, both of those. But it just again, there were choices that were made that were very good, mm-hmm. um, but then there were choices that were really odd. So it's just like uh, odd and not so good. Yeah, you know. So it's not a one hundred uh, percent home run. And yeah. again, maybe I'm too close to it because I love both The Shining book and mm-hmm. Kubrick Shining. Yeah. So there's just a lot of I, I went in with a lot. Yeah, with a lot of expectation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but the, but then again, I didn't because I didn't read it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it was just it was an, it was just okay. I yeah. mean, I would 
definitely see it as like i said if you're a fan yeah um but i don't know it felt kind of flat for me yeah okay um is there anything else you want to talk about in the spoiler zone i don't think so no okay you i thought the dick halloran uh recast was really good yeah it was i thought that actor was fantastic that was a good carl lumbly i thought he was really good and reminiscent of the yeah you know, he, he that Scatman was a good casting. and yeah yeah, yeah. and it, and he had the voice down too and i'm so glad that they didn't remove that character you know from the film yeah because because technically in the film the shining he does die but in the book he does not mm. so i'm glad that they decided to, to have him be alive and kind of continue to mentor Danny because th- those are pivotal things like the box and all that. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Massey, I thought she looked really good in this and you should see her a lot, the the old woman in the bathtub. Oh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> props to that. Th- I thought that was good. That was creepy. Um, yeah. Again, um, there were things I liked. There's things I didn't like. Um, I still think you should go check it out if you can. Um, I'm not sure I would own it, um, but but yeah, it's just there's a lot of mixed feelings with it uh, for me. Yeah. Cool. I guess we can get out of the spoiler zone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, cool. spoiler zone. Yeah. Is there anything else uh, you want to talk about on this episode? Just thank you, everyone, again for listening. Um, always, always, like we say, message us, leave us a comment. Maybe tell, tell us what sequels you you love. And happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, and a lot of people like Dr. Sleep. So I, I would love to. If you really liked it, I would love to see some of those comments and, and things, you know, yeah, opinions on for that. For sure. So cool. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And scare you later. Bye-bye. The Date Night Horror Show is written and produced by Enzo and Reina. All music written and produced by Enzo. Find Enzo and Reina online at thedatenighthorrorshow.com. Do you love the show? Then share it with your whore-loving friends and help spread the word.